Hello, everyone. Welcome to this session of View of the Day. Now, you might wonder why am I just only listening to the voice and not seeing the guy? Well, it's all about change. Today's session is all about change. And that's why I've changed uh, the place I'm recording this from. So welcome to the Metro boardroom. Um, I'm very glad that I'm sitting here today as we are ramping up the headquarter and we are seeing now roughly 30% of the people are coming back. Um, it's also a bit of a return to the new normal. And I'm very glad that we have more people now around and it makes a difference. Of course, we can stay connected with teams and everything else. But to meet people real life is always making the difference. Now, the other change that is so good and it's a positive change is um, we see that restart gastro, the reopening of the hospitality sector is starting to materialize. And it's uh, very encouraging to see that our plans of Renaissance, um, the, our plans to support hospitality entrepreneurs at the reopening is starting to materialize. And we see that in quite a positive turnaround in sales in a number of countries returning to positive like-for-like -like sales. So that is also quite encouraging and should give us a lot of confidence for the weeks ahead because I know we have plans for the reopening in every single entity throughout the Metro portfolio. The other change is um, we changed the way of communication over the last couple of weeks, actually since two months. We are now uh, distributing more information. We are sharing the view of the day, um, my colleagues and myself. But on the other hand, I think it's also good to change um, the format. Not only did I change now this office uh, to make a bit of a change. This will be my last session because as of the next view of the day session, one of my colleagues of the Metro AG board will introduce other colleagues and uh, you will be able to hear and listen and watch uh, what they have to tell around uh, the business, the functions, uh, the operations and the way of working together in the future. Now, certainly um, our main attention still remains on COVID-19 because this has had such an impact throughout the whole portfolio. And as such, um, this will also be, of course, the main theme of today's session. Well, COVID-19 certainly is a global pandemic. And um, today we want to talk about what's going on in, in Asia in our operations over there. Well, one of the largest populations, as you all know, lives in India. And now I'm very happy that uh, we have Miles, the operating partner for India, Pakistan, Myanmar, and our joint venture with Ume in China, being with us um, to tell us how things have developed over there in India and how our team has approached this very challenging situation. Well, if I may, let me start a little bit with what's going on in India and good morning to everyone. Um, as you may have heard on the news, India has probably got the most severe lockdown in place for COVID in the world. Um, people can't go to work. Food can only be purchased at the local stores, the Kiranas, or that's how it started. Um, and the severe police enforcement in the first few days, people were being beaten. Sometimes if they broke curfew, went out to work. So really quite challenging and for a good reason. Um, it's 1.3 billion people. Uh, there are great doctors, great hospitals, but the healthcare system isn't big enough and, and resilient enough if there was a major outbreak. And also there's poverty and slums in certain areas. So very strong lockdown. And it's still 
is a question of how it's going to play out. India just crossed 100,000 cases today, so it's still growing despite the lockdown. Arvind and the team's response in that, though, has been uh, excellent. Um, uh, and all credit where credit's due, the credit is for the Indian team. So I feel like a fraud updating on their work, but let me go ahead anyway. Um, one of the things we did is the Indian team learned a lot from all of you in other countries because India faced COVID a little bit later. So we introduced a very strong um, health and safety practices in the workplace, uh, the distancing long before everybody else, or certainly at the forefront. And that was recognized by the government. We have had seven stores which are still delivery only. There is a strong lockdown, but we've got 20 stores up and running, which is a lot better than a lot of other players in the market. Secondly, there's been a great focus on our core B2B customer, the Kiranas. Um, so we've seen a growth there of 37%, despite the fact that a lot of those Kirana owners are also limited in how they can go out to replenish. And um, we've introduced a new delivery app. And we've seen already 37,000 downloads on that. So again, great, great progress on our core customers. And maybe the final thing I'd mention on business is if you have a look at the innovation, I'm so impressed by our teams in every country, not just India. The innovation, so the fact that we've not only built up uh, nice levels of business with NGOs and charities who are trying to keep people fed in these difficult times, uh, but also we've got a B2B to C partnership, multiple partnerships uh, piloting to try and support that complementary needs, which has always been in our business there as well. So uh, exemplary. I think the final thing I just have to say uh, about the people in India, if I may, Olaf, which is I'm not going to compare countries, but there aren't many countries where our staff face physical problems if they try and step out to go to work to service our customers. And thousands of our colleagues have been doing that in India. So super impressed by how the team has responded there. Yeah, I think that is um, a very strong performance and um, I think also a great attitude that we could observe. So well done to everyone there in India. Um, Let's move on to Pakistan and there we've seen that our team also has reacted very, very quickly, very swiftly. And um, we observed that um, and found it very remarkable already in, in, in March. So maybe you can share a bit as well on how things have developed over there in Pakistan and how the Metro team has, uh, has faced that challenge. Mm. So um, I think, uh, again, credit where credit is due. Um, first one, the Pakistan government was very fast off the mark. Uh, they realized quite quickly, if we all remember back to February, we started to see the outbreak in Iran uh, after China. I think they very quickly understood the risk of importation through uh, pilgrims coming out from either Iran or elsewhere in the Middle East. The lockdown was fast. Merrick and the team again, great, great job credit where credit's due, borrowing with pride from some of the other countries that were earlier in the cycle. So we led the way in terms of how we dealt with social distancing and quality control and safety uh, in, the, in the stores. Um, we also went out of our way to think about the impact that lockdown was going to have on our community. So if you look at the Horika business, which is relatively small in Pakistan as a percentage of our sales, we still put out donations of ration packs to some of the workers who are going to be impacted. Um, and again, that was recognized, I think, by the community. Uh, it certainly wasn't done just to win business, but I'm sure that it had an impact on 
the amount of work we're doing with hampers for NGOs and charities who are also trying to support communities. There's been some great innovation running hamper sales out of car parks so people don't have to come into the stores. Um, and Pakistan is one of the few countries where several years ago, gained credit to the team, they introduced B2C delivery and that has now been growing by over 300%. Um, and in terms of the trials that the teams go through day to day to keep working, um, uh, I keep hearing stories about multiple members of staff sitting on the roofs of their homes because that's the only place they can get a proper data signal to be able to work remotely. Um, before anyone worries, rest assured, I think the roofs are flat and they're safe. But again, I'm impressed by just the day-to-day -day innovation and devotion that people have to, to keep the business going. Wow, that's what you call commitment. <laughs> that's impressive. Uh, well done to everyone there in Pakistan as well. Um, you're also responsible for Myanmar, and certainly Myanmar still is in a startup mode. We opened our, our business roughly one year ago. And um, well, please share with us how has COVID-19 impacted the startup phase and uh, how things have changed potentially? Yeah, um, I mean, if you imagine having to open a new country with a brand new model that hasn't been done elsewhere before, and then barely 12 months in, you suddenly have the world's biggest pandemic for a century. It's not exactly the easiest setup. So credit to Jens and the team there. Um, there's a few things that have been done. I think one of the things that I would call out is, even though at the time we didn't have a B2C license, we managed to get permission to do B2C on a temporary basis. And within our cluster, we've got China, which went first, and Myanmar, which is almost the last to experience the impact of COVID within the Metro Group. And so what they did is they looked at what China had done on some of the innovative ideas, including, uh, and I have to thank them, the Wume team, who also provided a lot of briefing um, uh, for our teams. And what we've introduced in Myanmar is some innovative B2C delivery to compounds, where uh, we've already got a couple of thousand customers signed up, but our average basket on B2C delivery is already about $100, which would be a remarkable basket in Europe um, and even more so in Myanmar. Now, clearly, let's set expectations. That's a stock up basket during a particular pandemic. But I think it shows the innovation of our teams and the responsiveness of the teams to realize that because of the lockdown hitting some of our restaurants, we had to think very creatively and I think the team's done a great job and they're working out how to also keep that potential business as things develop. Uh, if we can help that business uh, in what might be a slow recovery in Myanmar, uh, we should certainly do so. So again, innovation all the way through. Yeah, cool. I mean, it's really, this is what I like the most out of this situation is that you see so many forms of innovation throughout the portfolio and uh, um, our team's really living up to their best, which is um, very encouraging, very, very inspiring as well. Um, one thing that has been a strong accomplishment um, of, of you and uh, the team um, is our transaction in, in China. And uh, of course, under the leadership of Claude, Metro China has developed so nicely um, on the B2C front. And then we made the choice to enter this partnership and sell the majority to Wumei, which um, I think it's fair to say has been a challenging closing process because of the lockdowns everywhere throughout the world. So well done uh, to you and the whole team for making that happen. Uh, but now the new chapter has begun, right? Uh, we have now kicked off our joint venture with them. Um, 
and I think everybody would be interested in, in listening uh, on what you will tell about how did that get started and how things are developing right now in China without oh. Hatha Wumei. Yeah. Um, so again, a brief comment about COVID in China, very brief, just to set the context. China is slowly opening up. Um, if you watch the news, you can feel like it's all back to normal. It's not. So on our B2B business there, you still have a lot of industrial canteens which are on lower capacity. You still have kindergartens and schools mainly closed. So the opening up is, is starting, but it's a slow opening up. And on the B2C side, which has always been a key part of that Chinese business as well, um, some of the stock at purchase is, is slightly changing. It's going back to a little bit more of the previous behaviors. But that's just the context. Um, makes it slightly challenging to close a transaction, of course, because no one could move. And there's stories that we'll be telling for several years about how on earth we had to get signature pages around the world, etc. But that's for another time. What has happened is about five days ago, 10 days ago, uh, the WeMate team was actually able to travel again within China without the internal quarantines. And so there's been a lot of visits across the whole business by the WeMate team to understand exactly what they bought into. And we've started the joint business planning. And I think that's in incredibly exciting. Um, uh, Claude and the Metro China team um, are looking at what they can do, probably in two big buckets. There are more buckets, but for the sake of time, two big ones. One is we've got enormous firepower now because Wumei, basically with Wumei as a partner, we're tripling our volumes in China, broadening that geographic spread in China. That gives us a great opportunity on the product side to get synergies out. And that's kicked off pretty well immediately to see where we can cooperate on, on sourcing and also on supply chain more broadly. And then the other one that's going to be fascinating is what we can do with technology with DML. So DML is, is Wumei's partner, there are cross shareholdings. DML runs a technology stack that goes all the way from goods receiving all the way through to running B2C apps on consumer devices. Um, and if we look at what happened when Carrefour did their deal with Suning, which also has that technology background, They've got over 200% increase in sales on some of their pilots with certain models. Now, to manage expectation, we're not promising 200%, but it's going to be extremely interesting as we put that technology into Metro China over the next 12 to 18 months. And then obviously the JB team in Metro is sitting there looking also at what we can lift and adopt into the Metro group. So uh, I guess this is like the trailer for the movie, wait for the release later in the year, We'll try and bring all those insights uh, to the group. Wow, well, that sounds that sounds very positive, and um, I, I must say as well that our cooperation with Wumei and uh, the personal connection that you have uh, there, and uh, Daniel Zhang, the CEO and founder of Wumei, very much engaged and highly motivated in making this uh, endeavor a very successful one, is also, I think, a very strong signal. So we can be also quite optimistic for the coming years uh, for that joint venture. Now, last but not least, on a personal note, I mean, Miles, to a certain degree, your last name has been your program, right? I mean, <laughs> you have been <laughs> one of the heavy travelers um, within our team over the last years. And now COVID-19 has imposed a lot of restrictions in that sense, and, and the lockdown has made things much more difficult for, for travelers. So for you, it must be a completely new world. Uh, how have you adjusted your, your way of working to that? 
Yeah, despite the jokes that go around, I actually did know the name of my children before the lockdown started. Um, so, um, yeah, a little bit on the personal, maybe a little bit on, on the professional. I think on the personal side, I think most of you watching this have faced some really difficult struggles. For those of you who are on the shop floors visiting customers, you obviously have the whole issue about making sure that your family stays safe and that you stay safe. The, for those of you who are remote working, it can be a pleasure and a challenge. So on a personal basis, I've never seen my children so much, and that's been wonderful. Obviously, it can be challenging to, to work whilst you've got two seven-year-olds running around and screaming. Um, also, I face lockdown, so I've twice had to sit in a hotel room for multiple weeks, and that's quite difficult. So for those of you who are sitting on isolation, I know what it's like, it's pretty tough. I guess from a professional point of view, what I'd say is this, our operating model, we always talk about proximity. I think it's actually um, a little bit more than that. It's proximity and perspective. So what an operating partner and what the group can bring to a country is the perspective. We have a view across different countries and it's worked really well in COVID because the countries that were later in experiencing COVID were able to learn the lessons from those who, who hit it first. But you also need the proximity. And it's, it's deeply frustrating to not be able to walk stores and talk to suppliers and offer teams and uh, understand the experience that our shoppers and our customers are going through and what competition is doing. I think the world will change. I think it would be nice once some of the airline bans lift to be able to get back to being closer and on the ground from a personal perspective with the teams. But I suspect it will change. I suspect we'll see less uh, frequent travel. I think people will, uh, I think it will change. I think we'll use video conferencing a lot more, but the proximity will come from longer trips less frequently, I guess. I think COVID's going to be with us for a while. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, India still has its peak ahead of it. So personal view is it's there's always a silver lining in every challenge. Um, I think there's a silver lining for us personally, and I think there's a silver lining professionally. We should take some of the learnings about how to remote work efficiently and make teams work efficiently remotely. But it will also be nice to get back to normal at some point. So, um, yeah, interesting times. Yeah, absolutely. No, and thank you for sharing your, your views on that. And I'm also very much convinced that we can take a lot of learning um, from what has happened so far and still what's yet to come. Because as we see reopening in many places, we only are starting to see the magnificent number of opportunities which are rising. The number of opportunities uh, will become higher um, than we ever anticipated before. And that is our our moment in time now to you know grab those opportunities and yeah capture the growth so thank you miles for sharing um thanks all of you for watching and uh, for contributing to this good progress that we've seen over the last couple of weeks stay tuned and as i said next session of you of the day is going to be presented by someone else so i'm handing over to whomever take care <laughs> all the best bye-bye